Isn't that pretty dope? Really excited about it. I'm sure you guys have already seen all the videos. We got big things going on here. Um, yeah, how have you guys been? It's been two weeks. Two weeks. I've been slacking. I've been out in the Hawaii reconnecting with my roots. You know, going full samurai mode. Training. Feng Shui. Hu Shang. Who knows? I, I'm probably just saying random things, but... The Red Sox, don't worry, I didn't buy it. It's not for Red Sox. The B stands for Bobby, okay? I'm not repping any team. I'm not repping any set. Uh, sorry for being late, you guys. I know it's like 10 minutes late, but today's guest is me, and I can show up wherever the fuck I want to. <laughs> um, guys, holy crap. So many big things I have to tell you. I haven't seen you guys in so long. Okay, so I moved in to this new house, Samurai Jack. Yes, Samurai Jack L. That show was badass. What were some of your guys' some some of your guys' favorite uh, cartoons like early two thousands? Samurai Jack, Chalk Zone, SpongeBob, of course. Man, there's so many good ones. But Samurai Jack was like lit. That guy just going in, he's just killing hundreds of millions of people at once. It's literally like Kill Bill Cartoon Network. Um, but no, you guys, I'm freaking pumped. Um, yeah, so I sh I showed up late because you know. I like, if you know anything about me, you're going to get to learn a lot more about me. And one thing about me is I like to show up fashionably late to things um, because I'm just a fashionable guy. Look at this. Look at this sloth I have on here. Look at what it says on the back. Slow your roll. Please remember to slow your roll. Fairly uh, Godparents. Yeah, that one was so sick. Dude, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I still watch that one because I don't have any. Um... Ali Smith, how you doing, Ali? Okay, guys, so back from Hawaii, amazing. Bobby For Real is now going two times a week. If you guys are following me, you see my story, you see that I already got the lineup coming up. Wednesday, well, this episode today was supposed to be yesterday, but your boy fudged up. But no, I didn't because it's my show and I'm the interviewee this time. You get the sexiest, coolest guy ever, I can dictate whatever I want. Um, so Corinne, is on Wednesday. She is a member of the prayer house. So I've had everyone in the prayer house um, do an interview except for her. So we're gonna add her in. She's really cool. She's building up her own YouTube, everything, making her dreams come true. Super awesome person, um, just like myself. Uh, well, I'm really talking myself out, but this is my episode, guys. I get to flex for once. Where's my, hold on, where's my gold chain? Oh shit, guys, I got something up. I'm gonna just be flexing all day. Look at this, I got the ice. I got the neck ice. I got this for $60 on Amazon, can you believe it? Okay guys, check out what I bought in Hawaii. 
I can't do it all the time. Um, do not, do not, uh, forget you just saw that that just happened. Okay, I got, there's gotta be like something for this show where something happens and I blow this. Look at this shell. So I got, yeah, <laughs> the magic conscious spoken. Look, I can hear the ocean. Can you guys hear the ocean? <laughs> There's the dolphins there. <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna have like a throat aneurysm. Okay, enough screwing around. Guys, another thing is, if you check on this live stream, you, I don't know, can you guys see that it says badges? Check this bad boy out. Literally, so throughout the years, I've been doing this show like for a while, not a year yet. The year special, we're gonna go crazy. If you thought the firework out of the a-hole was crazy, the year special. So yeah, you guys can see the badges. Well now, I know some, a bunch of you guys were always wondering like, how can I support the show? What can I do to support the show? Now you can donate with badges. Like I'm a legit creator now. Cause I got that 10K thanks to you guys for watching my 10K special the last episode, which was nuts, where I shot a firework out of my butt. Uh, I got, I, I'm, a, I'm a creator on Instagram, and now when I go live and I do this show, the fans can buy badges for support. You get like little perks where you get like special hearts. Um, the, com the questions that you ask uh, are like uh, on priority. So if you're a, if you're a, uh, a member with a badge on Instagram Live, um, if you purchase that, then you're basically the number one fans of the show. So if you guys want to, feel free to do that. I'm pretty sure it's pretty self-explanatory, but like, let's see who the first member is. First person who buys a badge, I'm bringing them on the show today and we're gonna talk. Um, actually, anybody who becomes a member and buys a badge and like shows that they have the thing, I'll, I'm gonna bring you on and you'll get to talk to me and we're gonna do a bunch of stuff because it is my show and I can do whatever I want. Um, so, if you guys want to be involved today, uh, swoop up on those badges. Oh my gosh! My boy Patty Wells just got a badge. Oh my gosh, he's too, he's too nice. Look, he's got the three heart. I don't even know what that means. Okay, so Patrick is coming on. Um, oh my gosh, Justin just bought a badge. King Cronus, he's going crazy. All right, I'm adding you guys right now. I freaking love you. Okay, so how, here's how the show's going to be. I'm going to... I'm gonna um, invite these people in right now. Love them so much. Patrick, I love you. Uh, I'm gonna talk to them, say thank you. And uh, then for my interview, like Bobby, how are you gonna interview yourself? Are you gonna do another one of those deep fakes? Well, I thought about that, but what I thought would be even better was to involve the people who really make the show what it is and have a fan one of the number one fans of the show, someone who knows everything. Every week she's coming in with banger after banger after banger question. So there was no one else that was obviously, oh, Garrett bought a badge, that's crazy. Dude, you guys are so not, thank you, my boys. That's real love right there. Look at these people. Okay, I'm bringing Garrett on. Say something. Riley, bring it on you. Um, okay, so my, Isabel. Isabel is going to be, Isabel Ferrante is going to be doing the majority of the interview because she's been watching that show since day one and she always asks the best questions. So she was the obvious choice. So I'm going to be bringing her in and uh, man, thank you, Garrett. I love you so much. So let's, let's, let's add my boy, Patty Wells, see what he's got going on. Freaking love him. And
he's the sexiest guy I know. Uh, you know, and he, uh, he's a fireman, absolute stud, CrossFit fiend. Um, he has the biggest wiener I've ever met. Patrick, I sent you an invite if you want to join. Yeah! <laughs> What's, What's up, up my dog? Guys? How's it going, dude? Thanks for buying a, the first one, dude. The hey, first one. I'm always first, baby. Hey, so Patrick, you might actually have a connection to this bad boy right here. I, I know. I actually was looking for that because I saw that in your video. So I don't know where it went. Patrick and I put up, we had some kind of raffle to hang out with the office members. So we got these signed Dwight posters. We, we thought we would have been able to go to Scrang, Pennsylvania, but it is. That would have been cool. I think we would have, you know, chop it up at the Benihana's. I think, uh, what was the donation for? It was like you put yourself in and you, for like donating to Africa. Like, yeah, yeah, it was it was some African donation. Good cause, you know, you got, good cause. You gotta here. support, you gotta support those third world countries, you know, especially if you can get to go hang out with Ray Wilson. Definitely <laughs> the best purchase I've made, in <laughs> dude. That's so good. How, how are you, buddy? You look great. I'm doing good. Uh, actually, I uh, just got moved into the next process for Park City uh, Fire District, so we'll see what happens oh, there. Oh, let's go! Yeah, support the troops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> that's what awesome, brother. If you guys know Patrick is a uh, aspire or basically a fireman, uh, that's why he's so sexy. So if you need a cat out of a tree or someone to come, you know, fix those leaky faucets, he's got you. <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs> he's uh, you know, he's packing more than Johnny Sins. I always. Say. <laughs> Dude, well, thank you. I thank you. Thanks for buying the first batch. Do you have any? Uh, can you think of any funny or embarrassing stories of me? Because this is my episode, so and you've known me for a long time. I've known Patrick forever. He's one, been one of my best friends for. Uh, there's, there's a lot. I know it's hard to put it on the spot, but I know a lot that shouldn't be said. <laughs> okay, really. <laughs> well, so we'll keep it PG, maybe PG thirteen. Okay. I I really <laughs> you put me on the spot. Yeah, I. That... No, it's fine. But what about when I was um when we went out in the town and I had uh I believe I grinded on someone uh, a br- uh, a wife to be. <laughs> You definitely came back from school that night. I do remember it. We took some, uh, we took a little bit of tequila. Tequila was all right. And then we got to the club and then we were just going absolutely off the wall. That's right, dude. Bob A was coming out. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, No, yeah, definitely. uh, I appreciate you helping me not get canceled. Definitely happy to drop the five bucks for those three stars. I fucking love you, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Come up here anytime, and we'll go hooping and party it up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. I love you, buddy. I'll see you soon. Shoots. Later. Oh, look at He's a real local boy. (laughs) Patrick Wells. Everybody follow him. He is a stud. One of my best friends. He'll be my best friends forever. He'll probably be my best man at my wedding. Oh, maybe. Yeah, he could. Patrick is the freaking greatest. But I've already reached five bad supporters. It says, don't forget to thank them. What was I talking about? <laughs> that was such a stupid joke. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. So I got I to gotta thank everybody for adding the badges. But I'm going to do it spread out. So I, I know Justin got a badge. Uh, Garrett, um, Logan, and Rads just got – Dude, Rads, dude, thank you so much. So we'll be adding you guys in. Um, and if anybody else wants to buy a badge, we can get in. So what? So, without further ado, before we do that, we got Patrick on. We're going to add everybody else in uh, periodically. 
for buying badges. Thank you guys so much. We'll have a little chit chatty, you know, catch up, talk life. Um, but uh, man, you guys are so nice. Uh, making a dream come true. This is sort of, this has become like a real thing. Uh, if you guys are, you guys watch every week, support it now. I can get it monetized and just make the show better and better and better. I'm going to buy an entire like backdrop, like a Bobby for real. It's going to be like completely handmade by an artist. So I got a lot of big things. I'm going to get a mic. Um, so big things are coming. Might even start doing some in-person podcasts. So the sky's the limit. Okay, I'm done talking. Get the badge if you want. Don't do it. Tell me to F off. I don't care. Without further ado, introducing your guest today, the one and only. Hopefully it's queued up right. No. <laughs> Hold up. Okay, you guys have been asking for me to get interviewed, so uh, we're going to do it. So without further ado, I'm adding, like I said, Isabel Ferrante. If you guys have questions for me, too, load up the bubble. If you get a badge, too, your question is priority. Thank you so much. Sorry to Patrick, Garrett, um, who else was on there? Uh, Justin, Logan, and Rads. I'm going to bring you guys all on. Thank you guys again for buying the badges. Supporting the show means a lot. Freaking love you guys. Okay. So without further ado, again, this is like the fourth time I've furthered a dude. Uh, we're bringing in Isabel Ferrante for my episode. Because it's the first one back. It's in the new house. And bring her in. Yo! Hi. What's going on? How are you doing? What's up? How are you? Amazing. When was the last time you were brought in? Was it the, um, were you brought in on the 10K or was it? The, I wasn't, no. Was it the dating one? I think... The there, might have been one after, there might have been one after that when I was bringing the fans in. I think, yeah, there was a second fan episode. Okay, cool. So what do you think about me doing uh, the comeback episode for me being the guest? Do you think that's a good idea? Do you think or nobody Absolutely. Gives okay. I think I brought it up to you. I mentioned I it. I think you did. I think it was initially your idea. Yeah. So we'll, we'll check the DMs because I believe you, you pitched it and I loved what I was hearing. Probably, nice maybe. to find the right timing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, nobody else could do it better than you, number one. So I'm excited for you to do it. This is very, I don't know if you ever watched the show Hot Ones. Do you? Yes, of course. Uh, of course. There was an episode where the guy got interviewed and I think he brought in like the big fan <laughs> of the show. So it's very Hot Ones-esque. Damn. You know what I mean? So, and you're a journalism major. So I got to look out for yeah, journalism Well, I'm, I'm still in school. I've only done one semester. Yeah, but aren't you a journalism major? Yeah, that is, yeah. I'm just learning. Yeah, that was my major. That's why I, I got to keep it real with the J, the J's, you know, as I like yep. to call them. The J's. We'd be, I'd be smoking J's with the J's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't do drugs. Are you crazy? I don't either. I'm only 18. Okay, good. Don't do drugs, kids. All right. <laughs> okay, let's um, just say, no. I, let's just say I did a lot of research. And there might be some questions that, like, you won't feel that you don't think I might ask you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Okay, well, the floor is yours. We're going to start it off. I want you to pretend like this is your show. Because now it's okay. Isabel for real. And I am the guest. <laughs> so I want, you to I want you to introduce me, and I'm going to come in, okay? So, so I, I want you to do an introduction, and then I just want you to get going. 
We're going to have a conversation, okay? And then uh, anyone else who buys badges, we're going to make sure we bring them in and we're going to talk to them and then people are filling okay. up with bubble as well. So yep. I'm getting ready, okay? Where's my bat? I was looking for my Batman mask, but no. okay. Don't worry, I'm not going to slip into any type of costume. Okay. From the Peria house, Bobby for real, Bobby Allred. Whoa! I don't know. Let's go. Oh yeah! You got shades, Bobby. Look at that ring light glow. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Thank you, thank you, everybody. What an intro. Uh, you know, Isabel, it's so I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for that. What? I was not prepared for the intro. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, I just dropped something. Look at what just happened. Hold on. I'll be right back. Oh, my goodness. It's off to a great start. All right, great. We're going to have to redo the intro. Okay? The glasses was just too much heat for the kitchen. I got, like, a janky setup right now because I, I just moved in, but it's okay. Um, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it fixed. Okay. Uh, by the way, everybody, thank you for the badge. Can you believe people already bought badges, Isabel? How nice. Support is amazing. Support is 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 insane. You know, people. There's some real diehards of this show, you included. For real. And it makes me uh, want to do it all the time instead of just curling up in my bed and crying. <laughs> Which some nights I do not do. You know, you know, I'm a normal guy. Okay, so. The light is all fixed up, and I'm ready for my close-up. Hold on, we gotta get this. We gotta get the surfboard in the shot. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you, Isabel. All right, let's do it again. Let's do it again. So, okay. Live from the Peria House, fresh off the seas of Hawaii, Bobby Allrich. Wow! Thank you, thank you. Yes, fresh off the seas, as you can tell. Thank you, Isabel. Oh my gosh, it's been a dream to be on this show. I can't believe I'm on it. Uh, how are you doing today? It's an honor to I'm be I'm good. Here. Okay, good. Yo, how was Hawaii? Oh man, Hawaii was incredible. Um, if people haven't seen it yet, I made a vlog, sort of like the highlight, the snippets of it. Have you, did you see the vlog by any chance? Of course, of course. Of course. Why did I even ask? Uh, you know, I did a lot of different things. I, I flew there. Um, I, I surfed a lot. Uh, went on some crazy hikes. I did like this most, this crazy immersive Indiana Jones hike where I literally had to climb like three waterfalls. Oh my goodness. On, like, there's a part where like walking on a narrow ridge across two volcanoes. And then I, I, I had no budget for food. So I literally ate more poke and shaved ice. I love the average person should, Oh my gosh. Than the normal person should eat. I motorcycled across the whole island. I swam with sharks. Which is going to be the next video I put out. Oh, Jilly P just bought a badge. Thank you Jilly's so much. Actually, Jilly's actually in Hawaii right now. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. But yeah, I swam with sea turtles. I fell in love with the hula hoop fire girl. <laughs> I was simping a little bit, but it was a, it was a great trip. Thank you for asking. That's good. Did your um, where does your love of of Hawaii come from? Ooh, like I know you did. Question. I know you did a little bit of like. You did a, a Pacific Hawaii's club, right? Mm hmm So wow. where did you – I did I, – see, I told you I did some research. You really did do your research. Wow, okay, yeah. So I went to Pacific University in Oregon where I played football, and Pacific University is a very unique school because the one in Oregon has a sister school in Hawaii. And um, so a lot of people from Hawaii go to Oregon. Mm -hmm. uh, to go to that school because you can do semesters uh, in Oregon and Hawaii. 
And um, so there's a big, rich Hawaiian culture. And I lived with Hawaiians, a lot of them on my football team. And we would have the biggest luau on the West Coast. That's so year, cool. Where we got to like, I got to do the slap dance, get all oiled and beefed the up. Haka. Yep, haka, slap. I did the Tahitian too, where I was just shaking my booty like all over, you know, because I got them mad cakes. But yeah, so I just love the Hawaiian culture. I love the food. I love the people. It's uh, it's really like one of those cultures where, you know, like if you get in with the Ohana, they'll take care of you. Shaka. Shaka on. Shaka's all day. So I know you did a lot of like uh, sports in high school and college. Where do you think that love of sports came from? Mm, that's a good question. Love for sports. Well, I think it's actually something that I grew to love. Because uh, I was not an athletic person. I probably still am. I have, like, some of the worst reflexes and psychomotor coordination, probably, of anyone that you would know. But uh, my brothers were really athletic. And mm -hmm. my dad really loved football. So sort of earn their respect and love, uh, you had to be good at sports. And plus, it was like, all my friends did it. So I just wanted to be as good as possible. But um, even though I played football in college and I had really good success in high school, I was never a very good athlete. A lot of people wouldn't have expected me to do that. Uh, I was routinely picked last a lot uh, in elementary mm -hmm. school. For, yeah, yeah, my whole life picked last for any sports team. But it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a personal thing because people would pick me last because mm -hmm. of my athletic ability was very so so poor. But no one would be bummed that, no one would be bummed that I was on their team. Because they're like, oh, well, cool. We get like a cool, funny guy. Like, well, at least we know we're going to laugh. So, uh, I, you know, but yeah. So I think the love of sports grew as I just learned that. Um, and, and I ended up being uh, able to put my position, uh, put myself in a position to get better and better at something. And uh, that's where the love came, knowing that hey, this is something I'm not naturally good at. Mm -hmm. But if I work hard and I really give it all my heart and passion, I can achieve amazing things and I would just see it in stride. So that sort of developed a lot. Plus the bonds you get from sports. I'm True. such a team oriented person. I love working with teams. I love being part of a team. I love helping. Like, so it's just that I'm a real extrovert. So being any part of like a team just fueled the passion. And I think that's what got it going on, but it all sparked with me just wanting to be like my brothers. That's cool. I mean, role models, right? Exactly. Exactly. So um, definitely not my natural ability or calling, but you know, I made it work. You boys, you boys got this. So as you, like, as you said that you're a, you're a team leader, you're, you like to be an extrovert. Um, like I know you were, uh, named captain of your football team in high school and college. What was your role as, a as a captain and how does your mindset change when you're captain and then when you're off the field? Hmm. Well, I became a captain after slaying the most, the largest whale on a ship off board of San Francisco. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I did like being a captain because I like to say aye aye. No, but. Um, aye aye, captain. I think that um, I just always came to the board with po a lot of positive. Oh, my goodness. Shay just bought a badge. Thank you so much, Shay. I'm going to blow the horn anytime someone buys it. And I'm, Shay, I'm going to be adding you into the thing. <clears throat> Thank you, Shay. We'll keep that bad boy safe. This is Michelle, by the way. Her name is Michelle. I bought him from Carlos Michelle Man on the North Shore. Only $80. Damn. 
I don't know. I might have gotten swindled. Okay, but as I was saying, <laughs> captain, uh, I think I just always brought a lot of positivity. I was never like a person that would yell at anyone. Um, I was just always about working, making myself better and trying to make everyone around me as best as possible. And I think that um, a captain is like a leader and mm -hmm. I always tried to serve others. And I think the best leaders are the ones that serve. So I, I would always make it a priority to do that. And I think that um, if you do that and you come to it with an open heart and you work your hardest and you, you uh, push people with positivity, then people are going to naturally attract you and it's going to just benefit everyone. I agree. That's, that's some good advice. Like that, like you're, you're very open and also confident in what you do. And then it brings up confidence in like other people, I guess. Thank you. Well, I mean, I'm getting interviewed by one of the best interviewers I know. So <laughs> it's easy to answer the questions. Do you think you're a natural born leader or does it, was it also taught or? Mm, I don't know. Uh, I think that I think, I think I am. Uh, I think it's just because I enjoy people. And like I said, I enjoy serving people and I love getting to know people. And I think when uh, a, a leader is someone that, not someone that gives out orders or, you know, makes the rules, but someone that pushes people to be, to be better, pushes people to get brought together. And that's something that I'm really all about. Um, so I just think naturally I've always had a gift for um, people and uh, having people uh, work as a group as better as best as possible and uh, that's why the leader whole leadership thing has always come really easy um, but I also am also take a lot of pride in um, following like I think a big part of life is recognizing that there's people who have done life or have achieved things that you really want mm -hmm. and really being a student of like how they got there and what they did and the and just taking any bits of advice whether you agree with it or not but just hearing people's stories and learning I think that you can become a good leader by also being a follower. That's true. Like I took a leadership course and like they do a big thing of uh, leadership is following. Like if you don't have a follower, just one, it's a chain reaction. Like if you don't have a follower, then you're not really a leader. Right? Yeah, for sure. You're totally so, right. And now I have 10,000 followers. So I'm a exactly. big leader. You're a huge leader. Right. And there's more fireworks coming out of the booty hole. Only, you're not a, only just a leader in like sports, you're a leader in a bunch of things like commute, comedy, and like yeah. this show. You probably inspired other people to um, do this, do a show as well. I hope so. I, I think it's really, really fun. And it all sparked from me just wanting to do something that I've always really wanted to do. And the show has been crazy. Like, you've been here since day one. <laughs> Who would ever thought, like, I would have gotten the 10,000 followers, would have had all the guests, would have happened. I have a bunch of really big guests lined up that I haven't even revealed. Like, it's just something that I wanted to do and uh, just started doing it. And it's just, just grown into this thing that I still even think I'm at the start. But it's it's been like mm -hmm. a whole crazy journey. And I think it has so much way to go. And people are donating and we're getting a bunch of stuff. My mom's in here. Hi, mom. I hope I'm, I'm, I'm making you proud. Oh, dude. Look, she said, Isabel's doing such an, an awesome job. I agree with her. I know uh, she mentioned in the chat that, that she ha you had a lot of awards. Like, what do the awards mean to you? Like, I know you, like, won the, uh, like, Northwest Conference Scholar Athlete of the Year. And what do those accomplishments mean to you? Man, you really, you're, you're a great journalist. You really know your stuff. <laughs> what color other underwear am I wearing right now? <laughs> 
<laughs> How would I? Magenta. Okay. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and it's I not mean... underwear. It's a man's. Not... I'm just kidding. Okay, but um, um, in terms of the awards, uh, I definitely do like award. I'm not gonna say like I didn't, you know, appreciate awards, but the 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 best award I think I won was um was uh first team Northwest Conference uh defense first first team yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. which is like means like you're the, the best in the conference. And that was just uh, a goal I had strived for after seeing my brother win it when he went to play college football. And um, that was like one time in my life where it's been um, sort of like I've, I just dreamt about something and I just mm-hmm. thought about like how I would achieve it. And I really just worked so that there would be no excuse for me not, not to get it. And definitely a lot of milestones and times where I think I would never be able to get it. Like the North, the first team all conference, it's only like four people in that entire position across like the whole Pacific Northwest get it. So it's really hard um, to do. And um, I transformed my body. I, when I came in, when I was a freshman in high school, I was, a, I was like 5'10", 135 pounds. Like super, I wrestled 135 pound uh, weight division. Um, oh, and by the time I graduated from high school, I was about like six one, six two, two hundred, and I got into college probably about two hundred ten pounds, still a little bit skinny. Shane, oh my gosh, Garrett, I love you. Garrett uh, Wilman, also the guy who donated, was my linebacker, and he was a beast. Thanks, Shane. Um, he bought another badge. He's so nice. Um, but yeah, so like I was saying. Um, I, so I went into college undersized and I just worked out an ungodly amount of hours. I probably worked out four days, a, uh, four hours a day, six days a week for like six years. And I, and I, I just trained and it was all I focused on. Like I rarely went out. Uh, I focused on my school and I just focused on being the best player I could be because I really, really, really wanted to achieve this goal of being first team. Um, cause that's what I had always, cause that was like the pinnacle of, Football, because I knew I probably wasn't going to go to the NFL, um, seeing the position was, even though I had pro offers like Canadian and Australian Football League. But, like, I was just like, if this this can be the cap for it, I'll feel satisfied. And I just did everything I could to transform my body and put in all the work so that there would be, like, no excuse for me not to get it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I had to play every game and be uh, the athlete that I could be so that – there was no, like, there could be no question of whether or not I deserved it. And it was really cool because I had never really, like, like I said, how I was never picked. Even though I was the best, like, a good player on all my teams, like, even in high mm-hmm. school and stuff, I had never won, like, the best player award. Like, in high school, I won the Claw Award for my team. It was, like, it wasn't, like, uh, recognized by, like, um, the district or anything. It was just, like, an individual team. Whereas it's one of the best honors you can get from my high school. It's, like, means you're, like, a good player. you like uh, like, one of the best leaders. Like, you care the most. Um, but like, I never got like a, a, a mm-hmm. athletic accolade award my whole life. Like I always got like the, you know, like the, the, the most inspirational, which yes. are great awards, but I was like, ah, oh, I want to like win an athletic one. Like I need to <laughs> prove that I can do this for myself. So I took those same abilities that I had of leadership and being just the best person that I can be being, um, and still gaining all of the things that had uh, made me a valuable team member. But I also learned to combine it with just training a crazy amount and transforming my body and my mind to be the athlete that I wanted to be in order to achieve these things. So when I got the athletic recognition from the whole entire Pacific Northwest, it was like a dream come true. I remember crying when I heard the news because I was like, 
I did it. I like, I freaking did it. Like, <laughs> like this wasn't supposed to happen. Like you could ask anyone. Um, uh, it was, it was unfathomable to me, but I just, I willed it into existence with not only my persistent thinking, but also just my daily decisions to never, uh, miss a workout, never uh, try to sh do something to help me achieve my goal. Mm -hmm. And now moving into the next phase of my life with comedy, the show, I'm attacking it the same way because, uh, the flip side of that is I was never an athletic person. I was able to achieve that. I believe I've always been a naturally funny person. So hopefully I already have the, the foundation for mm -hmm. like being funny and then apply it to the same thing and achieve any type of comedy podcast entertainment roles beyond my wildest dreams. You also mentioned like a uh, mindset, like how, what is it? What does an athletic mindset look like? An athletic mindset. Hmm. That's a, hmm, that's a good question. I think that I think that it can be a, a, applied all across the board. Um, a big thing that I had to really learn was uh, how to be how to be confident uh, so that you can have fun. What I mean by that is uh, you can take things seriously, but you need to be able to get into a flow where you're like relaxed and you're not in your head. Because I'm a person mm -hmm. that can really get in my own head. Uh, I can overthink things. I'm a huge overthinker and that's really like, you know, yeah, like a lot of people are. And I think the best way to uh, achieve any type of goal, whether it be athletically or living in the moment to achieve something in real time is to just truly, it's a cliche, but just like have fun and let go and just truly be yourself in the moment because it really doesn't matter how you play or what you, what you do. Cause tomorrow you can just do it better or in the moment it's if your life's already planned out to what your destiny is supposed to be, then what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. So I sort of just think that that was the more of the mindset that I was getting in terms of athletic because when I was out there just thinking of it as a game, thinking of it as a way to have fun, you know, dancing, you know, laughing. Oh, Logan bought another bat. Joe, Josh, DeSoto. <laughs> Whoa, that was a good one. It like fizzled out. Thank you guys so much. I'm gonna be adding. I'm, oh my gosh, I got so many people to add. So we got never sprinkle someone in. Oh my goodness, she's lagging. It's okay. The my horn lagging? was too. Oh, no. the, the horn was too uh, saucy for you. It's okay, dude. Josh, thank you guys so. Thank you everyone who's buying badges, supporting. I would love to bring you in. Um, let's. Uh, okay. okay. Okay, I know a lot of like student athletes have this question. How do you balance sports, working, you know, working out, going to the gym, and also how do you balance like the schoolwork? Um, that's tough. Like, you just have to. It's all about priorities. So, like, you gotta sometimes sacrifice not going on that hike or going mm -hmm. on that trip, um, especially if you're dedicated to a specific goal. It's all about what you want to achieve. So. Um, balancing is just all about prioritizing your time. Gunner! <laughs> but if you have a strong enough will for something, then you, you, you'll figure it out. Okay, so during college, you majored in, like, media media arts. Uh, what was, uh, when you were going through that process, what did you want to do after college? 
Yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, <laughs> I got to bring Gunnar in too. Okay. That, after this question, I bring it in a couple of people. Okay. Um, so, after, so my initial plan was I wanted to be a news anchor like Ron Burgundy. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, cause I yeah. love that movie and I just, I always watch the news and I was like, man, I think I could be like a meteorologist or something. On, on I saw that player. But, I saw your player profile and you said you wanted to be the next. The uh, next Ron Burgundy. Yeah. yeah. In my, in my, <laughs> wow. You looked at the player profiles. So, yeah, yeah. Online. Those were being like the programs too. But yeah, online, she's talking about the athletics website. Each uh, person has like the picture and their stats and their mm -hmm. bios. And I think I always put in silly stuff. Uh, like what, like, I think it was like job aspiration, be the next round version, which is awesome. I'm so glad I did that. But yeah, so I wanted to be a news anchor. Um, but I just did a lot of internships and they were really fun. And I enjoyed all the people that I was working with. I got to work at like NBC news and, um, different news stations like that and got to be on camera and got to make news bits, but I just didn't see a lot of future in cable and the direction of like news. I think mm -hmm. it's kind of a dying industry. And I had trouble taking it as seriously as it needed to be, uh, as people could probably mm -hmm. guess. So I knew that um, although it was in the same ballpark, it wasn't like exactly what I should have been should be doing. But uh, that was my uh, that was my plan. But you know, it's 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 sort of taking the left. Not everything goes to plan, right? <laughs> exactly, and that's the beautiful thing about life. Okay, let's um let's add in some badge people because this is crazy. Okay, we got to add. We gotta add Justin. Rash, Should I leave Gary. and then? Should I leave and then you add me back or? No, no, no. We, we, gotta, oh, we okay. can still be in here. You can have four people at once. Okay. Okay. We gotta add in my boy King Cronus. Hi, Sam. Sam's in here. I love that guy. All right, here we go. We're gonna. We only have limited time for everybody. I want. I'm just gonna thank him for the badge. Maybe ask him about how's it do ya question. Uh, we're adding Justin right now. Yo. <laughs> I had to, bro. Dude, thank I you, man. To. I really appreciate it. Dude, I you're was, the girl, man. I watched your YouTube video. It's hilarious, you guys. Dude. Make sure you want to go watch Justin's YouTube video. What was it called? The Four Men in Suits? It's the Men in Suits, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was so <laughs> funny, bro. Good looking. I appreciate it. Of course, bro. Thank you for buying the badge and always supporting the show. Guys, I have a good idea, too. As we develop more and more, I'm going to heavily involve Justin because I think – uh our our back and forth is hilarious so i think it could go i think it could go crazy oh and, that, and sam hopped in at the right time oh my gosh dude sam is the man but so what i think justin when i have an in-person studio and i'm doing guests i'm gonna have you in the studio oh, please you, dude i'll come through with some crazy stuff for you <laughs> dude you're gonna be my right hand man Isabel's gonna be the, the overseer of the entire operation. Dude, Isabel, you're freaking sick, dude. You're you're killing it on here for real. Dude, Thank she's you. asking. She's like the Nard. I don't know if you guys know who Nardwar is, but she's like Nardwar. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watch okay, a lot. Well, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for for getting the badge and. Um, anytime, bro. Anytime. You gotta have your own episode soon, so just stay tuned, okay. guys. For I can't wait. I can't wait. Later, my guy. Later. Bye. Okay, that's my boy Justin. Dude, Justin is, has some of the funniest stories. He's hilarious. The way, dude, the way, he just, <laughs> the way he tells things is so awesome. I freaking love hearing that man speak. Okay, let's add in a couple more for, uh, people. I thank him for the badge. Next Jill. up, we got my boy. Yeah, we got Jill. Um, we're going to add Garrett, one of my homies, my middle linebacker. Uh, maybe he, he might have some funny story about me. If not, we're still just going to say hi and that I love him. 
And I've been I've been blowing the conch for everybody, just so they know the secret conch. Garrett, what's up, buddy? Nice. What's up, buddy? Thanks for buying a badge, dude. Of course, anything to support you. I freaking love you, buddy. Guys, this is Garrett. He was my middle linebacker, and he was a team captain as well in college. And you know, just an all-around great, beautiful man. I couldn't say more better things about Bobby too. He just Oh my gosh. If it wasn't for Bobby at D line, my life would have been so hard. I had the three best <laughs> linemen in the league, hands down. Dude, so. we had something really special that season. We gotta make like a little Oh no. Getting all those ladies I guess they still haven't got their Wi Fi figured know. out. Yeah, I'm getting all the I'm playing on the toaster. Apparently. <laughs> no, I got, you know, it's all those, those, those ladies called me, you know, it's, uh, I got to keep oh. it. Yeah, the line's always busy for Bobby. All right. <laughs> all right, Gary, you think of any, you have any uh, embarrassing stories about me? I'm, there's so many, but. I mean, we did shower together for a long time, so yeah. True. Um, <laughs> about four years worth of stories, so. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I mean, that that's probably su sufficient enough for sure. You know, the laundry loop. Is its own. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> you guys Ooh. are wondering. I put up my. We had a laundry rack, and you put your laundry on this loop. And uh, one time, I stuck my wiener in the loop, and was wondering if I could get it washed. Ugh. Good times. Good times. <laughs> well, dude, I freaking love you, bro. Um, I love miss you, too, you. Man. I'm excited to see you soon. Um, everybody, Garrett Wilman. He's the beast from the east, but even though he's from the west coast, I love you, buddy. <laughs> All right, love you too. See you later. Have a good one, buddy. Kicking out. I don't I know. You. Thank you for donating. You're so cute. You're amazing. I love you. All right. That was Garrett, one of my best friends. Oh, Gavin's in here telling Garrett to suck his booty. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's do one more person, and we'll do some more interview, and then we'll add other people in. Um, we got my man. Oh, we got Rads, the fellow Canadian. Uh-oh. We're going to have two, two Canadians and an American. Uh-oh. That could be a sitcom. Here we go. Yo! Yo! What's good? What's good? What's up, Brad? What's way, up, buddy? Way past my bedtime, but stand up for you, buddy. Oh, my gosh. You are a real fan. Thanks for buying a badge, my man. No problem. No Anything for you. Anything to support. Oh, my gosh. How is it out in Niagara? <laughs> All right. Still kind of in lockdown a little bit, so not much to do, but, you know, I don't do much anyway, so when... <laughs> goodbye when me. I love the way – I just love the way you, you answer questions. The, uh, what, do you, what do you think that Canada's going to get, like, um, more freed up? I feel like they're a little bit behind the ball on everyone else. Yes. It's kind of starting to ramp up a little bit. I mean, it's like the vaccination, roll, the vaccination rollout is doing pretty well. Yeah. That's good. But so they're still not by, opening up. I think by the end of July, they're hoping everything's going to be kind of fully back normal. Gotcha. I'm hoping. We'll see. I heard October. Really? Oh, that's not fun. October? Oh, boy. Well, I, I'm still really time. excited to come to Niagara because I'm, I'm trying to go down in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I I wish you well with that. And <laughs> I'm not bailing you out. So if that happens, I don't know you. And by the way, <laughs> the only reason I jumped in here is because I have to tell you to take the sticker off your hat. You're one oh. of those. Pe you're one of those people, aren't you? Oh, no, 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 no. You that one. This yes. one or the bottom one? The, the top one, the one that's like up here. Oh no, I like having the sticker on. Oh no. Come on, I, what if I need to resell it? Okay.
I'm just kidding. Who wants my dirty, sweaty hat? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll consider it just for you because I love you so much. Love you too, Bobby. Okay, well, thank you for donating again. Of course. Uh, you bought the badge, and you have been a supporter since day one, so you're the best. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, love you, man. Have a Killing good one. Killing it, Isabel. Thank you. Yeah, Isabel is crushing it. Thank you guys for buying badges and adding in anyone who does it. Um, we've still got some more people that will add in. Um, hopefully, we're at 40 minutes. Hopefully that – you know how it's been cutting off at an hour? Yeah. I hope that it, I hope that it can, rolls on. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, but not if not, we'll just we'll just restart, even though it costs okay. us not to do that. But okay, so what's next? So you talked about um, your like jobs or internships that you like had a wide range of focuses, but like what were your roles in those different uh, places that you worked? Um, I never really got past the intern, you know what I mean, especially when I was in school. <laughs> So when I was in school, like working at news stations and stuff, I got to like do small stories or be on camera sometimes. I uh, got to be on the news. But other than that, um, you know, I'm just getting people their coffee and, you know, being a human foot footstool. <laughs> but at the same time, I was uh, really dedicated to doing stand-up. So when I was getting into stand-up, um, I would ride a motorcycle that I bought for like $700 and I would turn on with a screwdriver and <laughs> I would drive it through the rain to the Portland train station. I would take a train into Portland from where my school was and I would do open mics all night until like 3 a.m., take the train back to my little motorcycle station and then drive back to my school. So I was, I was really like, I started really focusing on comedy, which is like total like, uh, Di different from what I was going to school to like get a job but like it was mm -hmm. something that I was really interested in so even though I was getting a degree for a specific job I was entertaining the idea of being an entertainer mm -hmm. um, and, you know it was just that kind of willingness to continue to do that stuff but that those were some late night grinds that were really crazy that's for sure true so what was um like you know the the jobs that you did or like at school what um how did you apply that to your job with the funk bros oh yeah that, that helped a lot like getting to work for caprin um a big part of why i got hired is because i knew about videography mm -hmm. and um i studied media so it was really beneficial to have that kind of stuff um and like knowing how to edit already knowing a good amount about social media social media is is really big right now and it's the future and um just developing brands and knowing how to market yourself, but just a lot of the technical skills. So I'd say if anyone's interested in like the YouTube world, um, having a strong foundation of like technical skills and learning about how to make a good video, how to tell an interesting story can go a really mm -hmm. long way in anything that you do. So like, um, I know it was touched on, like you knew Corey from like middle school. Um, yeah. And how did you get, the, uh, the position that you have with the Funk Bros and Capron. Yeah, so I'd already been, I mean, if, I don't know how, like, how many, like, super diehard Funk Bro fans are in here, but I was in some Funk Bro fan, or Funk Bro fan, Funk Bros videos, like, early on, um, like, when they were at their old house, because I've known Corey <laughs> for a long time. Um, so it's always something that when I come back on summer vacation, he would hit me up to do some kind of crazy prank or because uh, I was super strong. I remember we lifted a car for one of his videos, uh, me, and my, me and my brothers and two of my other friends. And uh, 
So I was always staying in good touch with Corey. When I graduated, I had been doing stand-up. I had gotten uh, um, on my first ever, like, it was, uh, like, early year of 2019. I had just, mm -hmm. like, been putting myself in position to, like, be on sh comedy shows where I was doing open mics, like, on legit shows, just not open mics. And I was doing a job. And then I got laid off from my marketing job that I had right out of college, a really good nine to five job desk job which i hated by the way it was so horrible i could not do it um i'm surprised i stuck it out for a year but you know i paid off all my student debt um you know put myself in a really good position and then i got laid off but i was kind of mm -hmm. happy because i wasn't happy and i was i was happy because i wasn't happy yeah. um so it felt good so i was just sort of got laid off during covid like many people did taking in those stimmy checks that were really nice uh, the unemployment was crazy. Um, and I was just basically surfing every day. I barely went on my phone. I just logged off really unplugged, mm -hmm. just trying to really figure out who I went super Zen mode at the beginning of quarantine. I was just reading tons of books. I was doing art classes. I got my EMT license just randomly. Um, yeah, I was, just, I was crushing it early COVID. I was like, I'm, I'm going to go crazy right now. So I was just, I was just doing like a bunch of stuff that I wanted to do and things that I felt like could set me up. So Got my EMT license, read a bunch of books, learned how to paint, learned some new recipes. I, I was locked inside, but I wasn't letting it stop me. Mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of writing. I wrote a whole TV show. Um, I was having a good time. And uh, But I remember um, posting um, just like a bunch of surfing pics and like me like talking about comedy and stuff. And I think Corey had hit me up and we were just kind of talking. And uh, he was like, so you're not doing anything right now? I was like, no, I actually just got laid off. And then him and him and he introduced me to Hannah and Hannah was talking about how Capron needed like a videographer and like a, like a person to like mm -hmm. help him with his YouTube channel. So it was about a couple months into the pandemic and I was like, well, I'm doing really good stuff, but what am I going to do now to transition uh, myself and my skills into a potentially new career venture and also uh, expand my own self as a comedian and get finally get into like um, big, uh, broadcast you know what i mean uh mm -hmm, yeah. entertainment like, this Netflix, is like, a, like a break for me so you know working for someone who knew so much about that getting being able to get exposed to the audience to the life mm -hmm. of how to be an entertainer how to make it on social media it was like uh such a good opportunity so i decided to go in caper and i became really really good friends like right off the bat uh we did so much fun stuff together and they were able to put me in a position to where i was able to use my skills to really build mm -hmm. him up and take all, we had so many projects and we did so many things that like took him to the next level. And then it was able to put me in a position to be where I am today, where now I can go pursue my dreams and live in the content house and continue to uh, be in my journey. So uh, it was really crazy how it all started. Uh, I'm a believer in God and I believe that it was all his plan. I just I stayed faithful to him during that COVID time. I had done like a fast. I had been praying a lot, like God, give me, um, a path for my future like let me see uh the path for myself like um whatever i do uh, i always say like i'll just glorify you god and um i think just keeping that helps me stay positive help me know that it's not in my control mm -hmm. and when you're like that you can kind of just go with the flow and just uh take on life as it comes and uh, you can never really fail if you're taking it day by day amen so i know you like you just i forgot to mention like you're a big, uh, go to, uh, you're a big faith person. Like you're big on faith. True. Um, you did a fellowship, uh, 
you know, fellowship of Christian athletes. Like, what was, and you were the president, how, like, what was your role and what was the importance of it? Yeah, I think I was, I don't know if I was the president. I might have put out as a president. Yeah, yeah. I might have put it down just so, like, I could get better jobs or something. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think I was, like, the treasurer, which it was weird because I wasn't good at math and, like, mm -hmm. I was horrible with money. I like this. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I did FCA in college, um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It's always just important for me to stay plugged in with um, believers and um, expand my own faith. I always have a growing relationship with the Lord, and uh, it's very important to me. It's a big part of my life, and I think it's what's gained me a lot of success. Not because if uh, not not because if you pray or you're mm -hmm. a good Christian that think good things are going to happen to you. It's uh, <coughs> um, trying to be the most loving, caring person you can be, I believe attracts uh, good things to yourself because you're putting out as much good energy and love as you can. So I believe that you attract the sort of things you think about and the sort of things that you do. So like you do comedy as well. Like where did that, um, where did that idea of being a comedian come from? Um, man, so I think about that all the time. I think even though I've only been doing stand-up comedy for two years, I think I've been doing stand-up my whole life. Uh, I, I have two older brothers um, and, and a little sister. And I think that I was always the jokester in the family. Um, one time I got spanked on my birthday because I was just making everyone laugh too much at the dinner table. <laughs> of a joke. Like, it was a true story. And actually we should, we should ask my mom. Cause I think she could tell this pretty good, but like, I was just always trying to make people laugh. And it was just sort of the way that I felt secure. I think that I wasn't really good at a lot of things, um, especially like sports. And, you know, mm -hmm. I was like, I was good in school just because I worked hard. But I think I was just naturally fun to talk to um, and, you know, exude, if that's even a word, like comedic tendencies. So um, a lot of that like sparked into me um just trying to make my brothers laugh and try to always be the funniest person in the room and i just fell in love with all things funny and then i remember being in like fifth grade and my friend showed me um on an ipod nano oh my old school Bro. old school iPod, yeah and we would listen to dane cook and we definitely should not have been listening to dane cook <laughs> but he was so big like when i was in fifth grade and i remember hearing his burger king bit and like it was on a sleepover because mm -hmm. um, there's no way I could have listened at my friends at, at my own house. I didn't have an iPod, but I remember listening to it like late at night at a sleepover and like just la like crying, laughing as a kid, not even understanding half the stuff because so much mm -hmm. of the dirty material like was just going over my head. But like just the way the crowd was reacting and the way he was just being so dramatic and. Like, like, I don't know, like, wait, he's like, I'm a bouncer at the BK Lounge. Like, can we get in now without Coops? Not without Coops. Like, we were just like, I would just be quoting him all the time. And I just, it just blew my mind. Mm -hmm. I never, like, heard about stand-up comedy. It just blew my mind that people could speak in a specific way and do these sort of sets to make people laugh. And I just was obsessed with comedy after that. And I just always really loved it. I loved Comedy is my favorite genre. Hot Rod is my favorite movie. Andy Samberg. I just, my whole life have envisioned myself being a person doing those bits, being in those shows, but it never really seems like something that could be a reality. It's just something that you sort of mm -hmm. think of yourself doing. Um, but it just felt like a part of who I was. 
and it's something that I've just always been naturally inclined to do. Um, so between me just trying to make people laugh to fit in or to, um, you know, be like, uh, add some or break the tension between my family mm-hmm. and then just taking in inspirations from some really funny people. Uh, that's really what inspired it all. And, um, yeah, I just love it. I just freaking, I love making people laugh. I think people should um, surround themselves surround themselves with people who can make them laugh. Like especially in like the hard times, like a good laugh is always good. I totally agree. I think that it's so important. Like I like there's some there's some things you need to take seriously in life, but I think that if you can not take anything seriously, you could just be a lot. It, it just leads to a lot of happiness because. Mm-hmm. If, like I said, if you're taking stuff super seriously, then you just get stuck in your own head and it gets tough. But Have you always been, like, comfortable on, in front of people? Like, you don't have stage fright or anything like that? No, actually, that's something that I've been blessed with. I, I, I mean, everybody gets a little nervous, I think, before they get on stage or they have to talk in front of people. But I was always, like, I loved it. I'm kind of an attention whore. Like, every, people know that about <laughs> me. Um, so... Ever since I was like was little, I just wanted all the like attention to be on me. And in school, uh, I loved to be in front of the class. I loved to like be the person to raise their hand. I always wanted to be the person like no one wanted to read. You know, like no one wants to yeah. read, you know, like get picked on. I was always wanted to do it because <laughs> I don't know. I just like hearing myself talk, even though I don't like my own voice. I like hearing my voice. Like, is that, does anybody like their own voice? I don't know. Like, I hate listening to if I record myself. Yeah. I like I hearing myself will, talk. I don't know if I will watch this back. If I watch the new episode, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I watch this back. Like, I probably will, but, like, I can't hear my voice. It's just... Yeah, it's. I always feel like I sound like uh, like one of the Alvin and the Chipmunks going through <laughs> puberty whenever I hear myself talk. <laughs> but, I guess I'm like a gremlin. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what it's like to know it's like... Um, but, yeah, I don't really get stage fright unless it's in the bathroom. It's hard for me to pee next to other people because for some reason it just doesn't work. But girls don't have to deal with that because you get stalls. But guys, we're like pressed up against each other like 7-Eleven hot dogs. And we're expected to just go to the bathroom. And I don't know why. I'm very, I'm, I'm very average uh, in that department. So it's not like a size thing. But uh, <laughs> this is too much information. But no, yeah, I've always just, I've loved it. Like in fifth grade, I won an oratorical con- mm-hmm. contest, uh, which is... Um, which is like you read poems. You don't have to write the poem, which is whoever, which is a weird contest, but it's just whoever presents it the best wins. And I got, I got the blue first place trophy. So ever since then, I was like, huh, I think I'm pretty good. And I loved giving speeches. Like I was a class president and I, I loved, I just love the roar of the crowd. It's just so addicting. That's the best part about stand up too, is when you get that good set, there's nothing like it. So do you think like, a big part of comedy is the delivery. How do you work on the deliveries? Uh, you just, like that's that's like the that's the only part really. I mean, you have to have solid jokes, but it's so much just about how you present it, um, and it's hard because the only way, like you said, the only way you can work on the delivery is if you do it, which means you have to fail doing it <laughs> like a hundred times for every one time that you get it right, and then you try to remember how you did it, and like you just don't. So that's why like doing stand up is so hard. Um, I'm a lot better, like, I think improv comedy because it's just more off the cuff and, like, doesn't have a direction. But, yeah, in order to get better at, like, the timing and the execution, you just have to... 
That's so tragic. Maybe it went over an hour. I hope it's saved. People can get back in here. Oh, the conversation was going so well. If it didn't save, I'm gonna be so sad because it's not like it ended. It just like glitched out. Maybe we lost the whole beginning of the episode. Oh my gosh. It's okay. We'll return. Thank you guys for jumping back in. Thank you, thank you. We're, re we're revamping up. I, I, guys, pretty soon I'm gonna have to switch platforms. Instagram has been great, but I think the podcast is going to have to go to the next level because it sucks. You can only go for an hour. Um, let me add Isabel back in. We were just talking about comedy and why it's best. <laughs> My mom said, Isabel's taking your job. It's so good. Oh, Logan. Yeah. Oh, man. So, guys, there's badges in here. If you buy badges, I'm adding you to the live chat. Thank you so much to whoever bought badges. Um, oh, man. Uh, and if you bought a badge and you want to be brought in, remind me in the chat so I make sure I add you. Let me add Isabel back. We're going to continue the interview. I am the guest on this week's Bobby For Real. Um, the last episode just cut off. I think we maybe went over an hour. I hope it's saved because usually like shows and I get to post it. Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, I hope that interview saved. I didn't get, I didn't get the chance. Oh, I, right I know, right? Instagram do be do me dirty sometimes. Um, but thank you. Everybody's coming back in. Okay. Um, okay. Jill bought a badge. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to add in everybody who bought a badge. Um, so yeah, I was just talking about comedy, stand-up. It's all about working at it. Um, I've had my definite, like, endless amount of bombs, but you figure it out once you get it. It's all about just how you feel up there. Um, because it's just like everything else. Mm -hmm. like, same thing with football. Whenever I'm just up there having fun, I'm not in my own head, I always act so much more natural. And that always makes the jokes so much better and the set so much better, um, as opposed to when I'm up there really trying to think about what I'm trying to do. And, uh, you know, that's what, that's what makes it yeah. fun. So who are some of the uh, comedians that you want to see live? Ooh, I've seen a lot of my favorite comedians live because I'm just a big fan. Now that I live in L.A., I'm going to be seeing so much more. But, um, like, I, I, I went, like, a couple of months ago or before the pandemic, I saw Joe Rogan uh, do a show and Bill Burr was there, Joey Diaz um man who else andrew santino uh uh what's his name um tony hinchcliffe but uh, i've never seen i really want to see dave Chappelle. i might go see dave Chappelle when he's out in vegas um during the fourth of july week um I'd love, to see, I'd love to see dan cook just because he's the first ever comedian i've ever heard and he inspired mm -hmm. me so much i've never seen louis ck i'd love to see him there's, there's just a, i'm a huge comedy fan kevin hart would be amazing um Burt Kreischer. I've, I've actually seen Burt Kreischer. He's really good. I'd love to see Tom Segura in person. Um, I'd love to just be like an opener for these people one day. Mm -hmm. That's my real dream. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a slew, a slew. Whitney Cummings, uh, Tiffany Haddish, like so many amazing people. Um, I can't even begin to, to list, but I hope that one day I can at least even be on like a lineup with them. That'd be crazy. I can see that. I can see that. Happening. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't even think I'm very good at stand up yet. Like truly I've been, I mean, I'm not like a, like a, a re sell out arena person right now, but I think I'm going to be. When I'm out in LA, I'm going to definitely go For watch sure. one of the candidate shows. For sure. I just got to get back. I, I'm gonna, I'm, now that things are opening up, I'm just going to really get to the grind Social media is going to become a little, I'm going to keep the show going because I love doing the show so much. 
Um, but everything else on my social media is going to go back a little bit. I'm going to do as much as I can, but I think stand-up and the podcast are going to be my biggest priorities. So the comedy world is like, oh, there's a lot of controversies with jokes, a lot of jokes that they tell. How do you try and avoid that? Or like, or how do you like deal with that type of thing? Yeah, that's know. hard. That's tough because um, it, is, it is a real thing. Like, but the cool thing about the stand-up scene is that, well, first of all, no one really, um, at comedy clubs, you can't really record. So mm -hmm. the only times like jokes really get out are is if you do like a special or if you're making a tape for yourself. But especially if you're like uh, at like a comedy store and improv, like they have these special bags that you put your phones in, which is cool, number mm -hmm. one, because you have to pay attention to the comics. You can't just be sitting on your phone. So I love that about comedy clubs. You really have to unplug. Your phone is like locked away in like this, this like sack thing. Um, so like that's, that's the crazy thing is it's sort of a hidden mystery. But like at those comedy clubs, there's really no rules. Like you can say whatever mm -hmm. you want. And the thing is, like, I kind of like that because people these days, like, you have to really think about what you say all the time, which is important. You should never, like, intentionally try to hurt someone's mm -hmm. feelings or say anything that is going to cause, you know, pain or, like, cite mm -hmm. any type of, like, hatred or violence. But um, it's exhausting to try to live your life to never say anything that won't offend anybody or mm -hmm. you know, live your life for making a, a joke about something because you never know how someone's going to take it. And that's amazing thing about like comedy clubs is because, because there's no social repercussions amplified by social media or any big stream news outlets. Like it's basically a free world for people to express themselves. And if you say like, I'm not, I, I, I say some dirty stuff sometimes. I'm not like super, like I don't do a lot of like race humor or anything, but the thing about it is, at the end of the day, and I think a lot of comics will say this, uh, like if if it's really like that bad, like if it's something like super bad, it won't be funny probably, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it's not gonna be well received. So at those things, they're brutal. Like you don't get any pity laughs at comedy clubs. So you actually have to have a good joke. If, you're, if you yeah. just go up there and you actually say something hateful or spiteful or something that could actually be damaging to someone, it's probably not gonna be funny. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I truly believe that people should be allowed to say whatever they want. Um, people can have different opinions and that's like perfectly fine. Uh, I think people can think whatever they want. But um, for me, it's like, if it's not funny, then it's, just, it's not going to be funny and you're not going to be a good comedian. Yeah. And usually like putting other people down or saying uh, like messed up things about a specific person or like culture, you know, like there's, there's a difference between, there's like a fine line that people know between like, you know, make poking fun or <laughs> pointing out something funny about some something or some part of something as opposed to doing something out of malice. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, my stuff's more uh, just outrageous. So I don't really fall into that as much, but mm -hmm. um, it def you definitely have to think about it sometimes, but um, hopefully you have like a circle of people that kind of push you to steer clear of those kind of things. And uh, you just kind of got to go. You just got to yeah. go. And if you mess up, it's like, oh, you learn from your mistakes. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely something you have to think about, especially today. But I think the, the comedy clubs are the last place truly where it's, like, unlimited freedom of speech, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I've heard about, like, Pete Davidson. He does a lot of, like, jokes that, like, a lot of, a lot of people don't take, you know, lightly, I guess. Yeah. He, I mean, I guess 
I mean, he went to a comedy, he performed at comedy clubs, and he has, like, this NDA where people, even there, uh, there are jokes that still come out. People write them down. Yeah. And, like, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like, but, it's tough, too, because as a comic, like, it's just if you're in a comedy setting, like, people should know, like, they're not, every everything you say, everything I even say when I'm not at a comedy club, like, I don't think anyone should ever take seriously. Because I never say anything serious. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think if you establish yourself as a com- comedian and you're in an environment where you're just saying things to try to get laughs, I think that there should be sort of some laxness. Like, if a politician's going up and saying certain things that Pete Davidson is saying, <laughs> you got to have a problem with that because yeah. they're being serious about what they're pushing and they're making decisions that can impact people's lives. But if someone's going up there trying to figure out a bit and they say a particular thing about someone, it's like, for me, I, I just don't think that it's fair to put that on the same scale. It's just the... Uh, comedy so hard that you kind of have to mind for these things. And if you can find something funny, you can find something funny in whatever. And I think that um, making fun of things is the best way to accept it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it all comes down to like not taking it too seriously, not taking yourself too seriously, not taking a certain issue too seriously. And I think that it's just healthy. Um, so congrats on posting your first couple of YouTube videos. Thank you, thank you. Go I really enjoyed doing this. Go subscribe if you haven't. Turn on post notifications. Oh my gosh, look at this. Look, she's gassing me up like a real legend. So, like, have you always been, um, like, comfortable in front of a camera? Yeah, I, I've loved, my whole life I've loved making movies, me and my friends. Wake up, we, uh, we would make all kinds of movies. Movies. My my siblings and I would always make stuff, so I always loved um, being on working on camera, being on camera, and that's why I also wanted to be a news anchor because I just really enjoyed that aspect of of life. Um, so I've always been fascinated by media, and I've loved I love television. I love I've always loved movies. So uh, being on camera is something that I've always really loved. I heard that Pretty Little Liars came to the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. I was an extra in, in Free yeah. Little Liars. Yeah, anything back possible, in my head right? at like in the first season uh, of the of like the Free Little Liars, like the Misfit, or I don't remember what it's called. The natural but, or something. But like I actually hated that experience. Okay, I have a, this is a great story. That was the worst day of my life. Okay, <laughs> they treated me horribly. Free Little Liars. Okay, I'm calling them out. Hashtag cancel Free Little Liars. So this is what happened. Okay, super cool. Well, mm-hmm. actually, got it super annoying to have a TV show filmed at your school. They're always – you have to wait in lines, like, to go into your classroom building, so you're just late to all your classes because mm-hmm. you're building some kind of scene. You know, they got someone's trailer in your parking spot. Uh, I, there's so much funny stuff that happened. But, okay, so I was an extra in Pretty Little Liars. And, yeah. Yeah. and initially, they were going to pay the students to be in the show. So I was like, cool, I want to be in this show – and I get paid for it. Awesome. So you start off and you start off in like this remote building off campus. They're filming this mm-hmm. the, the TV show in a in a classroom building that I've had classes in before. You start off in this thing where you wait this long line to get like your costume. Okay. All they do is just throw on a sweater. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you know like just tell me to wear a sweater, I can wear one. But I guess they don't want symbols. And then you wait another long line to get makeup done which I actually kind of needed because, you know, you, your boy's hurting in this department sometimes. Okay, I won't lie. I do makeup before this show. Okay, I had a little lip toner and eye gloss. 
okay, so then you do that, and then you get shuttled, right? You get shuttled from this uh -huh. weird, like, church that they've set up to be, like, a production back-end studio, and you get put in these shuttles with these other extras. Some of these extras, too, don't even go to the school. They're, like, aspiring actors from Oregon named Schnobby Bob, and they're, they're like, <laughs> acting like they're in Shakespeare, and you're like, oh, dude, I just wanted to get some money and see if I could, you know, put, get some chicks from this thing. So you get shuttled to this other waiting room, and this, you're, like, three hours in at this point, and you wait. <laughs> And you wait and you wait and you wait and you sit in you sit in somewhere. Then they turn a, like a classroom into like another waiting room. So the extra is waiting. I'm trying to go to the bathroom. The main guy, the producer, executive co-assistant producer, is not letting me go to the bathroom because he's like, we gotta get a head count. Like, bro, I'm about to piss my pants in front of everybody. This is gonna be some real method acting, okay? I'm gonna be some kid that wasn't able to get out of class. So this guy's like holding me hostage. They buy you, they buy you, uh, they, then they buy you some food. And it's like a quarter of a Jersey Mike sandwich. Mind you, I was 280 pounds at the time. Athletic beast. I was like, are you kidding me? I asked if I could just get like an extra bag of chips. Mm -hmm. And the guy said no. And it was like a huge pile of them. And he was just like the biggest douche ever. I even tried to be nice. I was like, how long have you been working here? He's like, I don't have time for this. I'm like, what the hell? Okay, so that guy treated me horribly. So finally, you're sitting there for two hours with, you know, you got Shakespearean over here. You got your, your career um, freaking extras. And then you have some of your buddies that you do the sh that, that go to your school who are also just being tortured right now. But at this point, you're like, okay, I got to at least see how this is. So finally, five hours in, we walk into the building in a single filed line. It's really weird how like much they treat you like I feel like an elementary school. It's like elementary yes, school. Yes, go into the classroom, okay? And um, it's cool, though. Like, I've never been on a TV set before. They got cameras everywhere. They got, like, train tracks for the camera. The guy's like, dang it, all aboard. Like, it's really, it's dope. It's, I'm not going to lie, it's dope. It's dope. So you sit down, and they rearrange the students by, I don't know, like, who's ugliest. Like, so they put me, I was, like, initially, like, my row where like the, the cool girl put me like in like the, the prime seat where I was like, they also have these, <laughs> they also have these like B team actors. Like, mm -hmm. so, so they already have like people sitting in the room, like hired actors. And I was like, oh, I don't know anything about the show. So I'm like, oh, those must be the characters. So they're sitting in and like all these people and I'm talking to them, I'm like, well, I'm talking to the actors right now. But they end up just being slightly less attractive versions of the real <laughs> actors. So, so the, the real actors don't have to sit in there all that time and like they can frame the shots around these people. But they look, they're like, they look just like them. Like, I didn't know that TV shows do this, but there's people that get paid to just sort of be like uglier versions of these oh big God. actors to like sit and they were just doing the lines. And then all of a sudden they get everyone sat down and the real actors come in and swap them out. I'm like, wait, what? what? I was like, oh, what, what are those people there for? And then they're just sitting in the hall, like waiting around. I was like, well, they just have, like, professional sit-in people. How can I be like that? But that was just weird. I thought that was funny. But, yeah, so I'm in the prime spot. And then the main douchebag guy moves me to the front row. Like, the, the bottom left corner, there's no cameras on me. So I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, I fill up the classroom. So they told us we were only going to be there for, like, six hours. I had a lift mm -hmm. at, like, eight. And it was at, like, six o'clock. So then you do the scene. The real actors come in. It's cool. Um... They tell you, like, to laugh at certain parts, you know. But 
you film this, you film a one thirty second scene like a hundred times. Like, you know, Joe, they do the line. Like, by the end of the game, I could recite the whole episode. <laughs> I, I, I probably, if you turn it on, I'd get like some kind of PTSD from it. Be like, oh, like, for the, how could you do that to me, Martha? Oh my God. Okay, so. <laughs> So you're doing that like at one point. So then I'm just getting sick of it. So I'm trolling these people. So I open the, the director's like, guys, let's get the laughs a little bit more organic. And the one joke I'm like, everyone's like, ha, and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And they like cut it just because of me. And they're like, maybe a little less emphasis on that one. And then I lean back in the chair during one of the takes. I fell over and I fell out of my chair and like the medical team had to check on me. So we're doing a million shots. I'm not even in the shot, so I'm discouraged but I'm sticking it out, but it's getting time to toward the end. And I'm like, I tell the main guy, the douchebag, I'm like, dude, I gotta go. Like, I, I plan on being here. Like, I just, I'm here to get my money and, you know, leave. Like, I've, I've been here two hours more than I need to. I gotta do a lift that I can't miss. And the guys, you can't leave, you'll mess up the shot. And I was like, bro, I'm not even, there's not even a single camera that goes by me at all. <laughs> even though I end up getting the back of my head in the show. Like, it's awesome. So I'm like, you can't leave. And I'm like, bro, like, what do you mean you can't leave? This is, this is another bathroom situation. You can't hold me hostage. I don't say that to him. But I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, bro. So I, I, I uh, strategically snuck my way. Like, at the very end of the scene, you have to get up and walk and, like, pretend to leave the classroom. It's like <laughs> I sneak out and I just, like, hook a left toward, like, the B-team actors. And the guy was just, like, so mean. He wouldn't even give me a water. Uh, you know, I was, I was just pissed, okay? So I was like, I don't care if I mess up the shot. I'm not even on camera. They can do it without me. So... This guy was just being a jerk, so I decided to dip out. And I'm like, I'm leaving, and I finally make it out. Um, and he yells at me, and he tells me to come back, so I have to sit down for another take. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, okay, now my blood's really boiling. I was like, this guy just forced me to stay. So the next time, there, I was walking behind, like, one of the main actor girls, and mm -hmm. I, like, did, like, the old one-two slip behind, like, the secret curtain. There was, like, a secret curtain. And, like, I finally escaped, and I got out. And I was just so mad that uh, <laughs> I ended up <laughs> – See, I was so hungry, too, because they, they just malnourished us, poor actor, standing actors. So I see, before I leave, I see mm -hmm. on the like, the table of, like, where the, all the directors of it says, like, staff, actor, like, food. And it was, like, these really nice, like, Jersey Mike sandwiches. And I took the entire box of their sandwiches for the staff. And I also took a shirt, a uh, Beacon Heights shirt, like a prop. And I was like, I'm taking this as my competition. Oh my goodness. The guy told me I'm not getting paid. He's like, oh, I don't know where you've heard that at. So I was pissed too. I wasn't getting paid. So I saw like a tower of sandwiches. I just took them all. And I ate Jersey Mike's for like two weeks straight. Oh my goodness. Oh, you went on a rant and then like, yeah. Well, also telling right. story. I'm, re I'm really great. PTSD from that situation, but that was my first and only time being an extra on a TV show. I'm, I was reading an article. I don't know if it was real or not about this thing. It said it was Wait, an really? April. Yeah, there's an article about uh, by Pacific. Oh, really? Yeah, and you said anything is possible. I don't know. <laughs> I was reading this. I'm, I had this article pulled up, but when I was doing my research, and we, I guess you, uh, you almost quit football to set sights on Hollywood. Oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, that was probably the April Fool's edition of. The yeah, it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Someone wrote that about me, which which wasn't true at all. <laughs> April Fool's. Well, after that experience, I never wanted to be in a TV show again. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to write my own show.
because this is ridiculous. At least give me some water. They would give this, they're like, ask the actor, do you want some sparkling water? Maybe some Sierra Mist? And I'd be like, hey, can I get like a, like an arrowhead or something? They're like, no, just sit down. I'm like, what the heck? I was like, I felt like a child labor law, like person. <laughs> Pretty Little Liars, I'm sorry. Probably good, the good, the, the main director girl is really nice, but mm -hmm. production team. I, I just have a sour taste. I can never watch the show. <laughs> that, was, that was such a good moment. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's definitely a clip story right there. Okay, let's add someone else who bought a package. Okay. I think this guy, Logan, I um, think, yeah. bought a lot of them. So let's add Logan Stewart because he's been doing his. Um, and everyone else, I'm sorry I was ranting there. So if you bought a badge, remind me. Yo! Yo! What's up, my man? Thank you so much for buying a badge, dude. <laughs> No problem. I appreciate you, bro. How, how are you doing today? How'd you like that story? You think I, uh, you think I was justified in stealing all those sandwiches? Yeah. Okay. Cool. What, 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 what are you, you up, up to? to? What is your hat? Is that a, is that an Optimus Prime logo? No. Oh no, it's, it's a... Nuggets. Oh no, it's California. Yeah. Nice. Are you from California? Uh, no, but I am in California right now. I'm actually from Ironton, Ohio. Whoa. Wow, that's uh is that near where Casey lives? Um not real for sure, but yeah, I thought all you Ohio people knew each other. <laughs> <laughs> well dude, uh thank you. what you got any special talents or any funny jokes for me? No. Oh, okay, that's fine. You're just a chill dude. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. My man Logan, dude, thanks for buying the badges. It means a lot, dude. I hope uh you've been enjoying the show and that, you know. Been Always. No you're problem. The you're the best. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate Any final you. words before you go for the fans out there? Um, don't let the haters like bug you. Like, just keep pushing through. Logan, okay. <laughs> that, that, what a what a great way to go, my man. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Hey. Don't let the haters bug you. Just keep on going on. What a, what a great piece of advice. Um, who else bought a badge? That I, think I, AJ. I think AJ uh, Arts. AJS Arts. AJ bought a badge? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I got to uh, add him in here. If you guys, um, Jill, if you guys have in? bought a badge yet and you want to support the show, you can add one in. I wonder if Jill's still in here. Oh, yeah. We got to add Jill, too. All right. Let's add AJ because I actually want to know what he looks like. Here, I want to hear from him. This guy is an incredible artist. I know. I see him. Yo! He's listening to some J. Cole. AJ! Do you hear me? Hold on. I gotta get him out real quick. The um the song could turn off my um my show for copyright. Jill's in here. AJ, let me know when you're um not cruising in the whip blasting some J. Cole and I'll add you. Good. Okay. But this is something I need to say right now. Jill's the guy in I here. just had in here, AJ, what's his actual handle? AJ, AJ. Sarts ninety nine. Okay, everybody yeah. listen to me. This is serious. The fact that this man doesn't have a hundred thousand followers boggles my mind. Okay? Please, if anyone's following me right now, 
follow him and give him some love because he makes some of the coolest stuff I've ever seen. And he does it for really big people and everybody reposts his stuff, but he, like, he needs more followers, you guys. Don't you agree? With sure. He's so good. I've seen it. So like, good. Talented. So good. So PSA, everybody add AJ. He said he's good now, but also Jill is in here. Okay, yeah, let's, um, let's add in some Let's add AJ really quick if he says he's good now. And then we'll do Jill. I forgot who else. Who else? Yo, what's up? Uh, Jill, what's up? Uh, I'm going to get copyrighted for your song, bro. I just want to let you know, AJ, I love you. You're the most talented guy now. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, you, bro. Dude, you're, you're so good at what you do. Keep grinding. You deserve all the success. Everyone who's watching right now, follow this man right now. He's an incredible artist. What, what, what gives you the inspiration to do the themes, AJ? You just do stuff that you like? Um, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, um, my ideas are just to take you out of this reality and put you in the worlds you've always wanted to live in. You know, <laughs> Mortal Kombat and Star Wars. Yeah, so sick. The Avengers one. Oh, yeah. Dude, you literally hit it on the nose every time. Sometimes I don't even tell him, like, who my favorite character is, and he, he, he automatically puts it there. He just knows. He's amazing. Dude. AJ, I want you to have your own episode soon, brother. Oh, I was hoping. He definitely needs one. Yeah, let's do it, bro. And uh, thanks for supporting. I love you, man. You Take care. You okay, so AJ's confirmed going to get his own show because that man... Just that, I've never him. talked to him. Did you hear his answer to take you out of a reality? Like, this guy's got some interesting That's stuff. Deep. That's deep. Um, what's up? That was deep. <laughs> like, the taking the world. Uh, that was so taking deep. Taking the world. Okay. Dude, yeah. Jeff. What an incredible person. I think uh, Jill okay, what's the next question? I think, I think Jill wanted to join. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. So many people, so many things going through my mind. You gotta thank Jill. Oh, she's in Hawaii too. We can ask her how Hawaii yeah. is going. Yo, it's good. She's on the island. How's Hawaii, Jill? Hi. What's up? I think the connection's a Nothing little Nothing much, just, you know, Hawaii. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for getting a badge. Oh, yeah, no problem. You're so nice. I love you. I love you, too. Now, are you guys uh, – I'm. this is a little awkward. You guys are like the two finalists in my uh, dating game show, so I don't know. It's a little weird. I don't think it was a finalist, though, but <laughs> – But um, so how, what island are you on, if you want to say? I'm in Maui, Hawaii. Ooh, okay. You're on that bougie island. You're living it up. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, near Lahaina area. Oh, nice. Nice. Have you, have you been eating any Spam Musubis? Any what? Spam Musubis? No. Oh, you got to try them. They're so good. I don't think so. I'm going to tell you. Tell, I'm telling you right now. You have to do it. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Family's being loud. It's all good. 
Well, thank you for buying a badge and for always supporting yeah. the tribe. You already know how I feel about you. Oh, yes. You're the best. You got it. Freaking mm -hmm. love you. Thank you for watching. You look great, oh, by yeah. the way. You look well, well rested and relaxed and just, you look tan as well. Thank you. I'm sunburned, actually. But like, That's good. It'll turn into a tan. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> on Wednesday, so. Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, enjoy your stay. Be safe. And thank you again. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Wow. That's another, that's another big fan, great person in the show. Um, and then um, I'm trying to remember who else bought badges. But if you guys bought a badge in the last episode, or if you buy a badge right now, I'll add you in. And personally, thank you. All right. You got any more questions for me, Isabel? This is really cooking. This is fun, huh? You're doing a, such a good job. Everybody tell Isabel have, about how good of a job she's doing. We have a couple more questions. Okay, cool. It won't take long. So you've had this show for like less than a year, a year in October. Like, where did your, where did the inspiration come from? Like, where, what do you want people to get out of this show? That's a good question. Well, like, I've been thinking about doing, I've always, like, I've been obsessed about, just like I've been obsessed with radio, I've always been obsessed with radio hosts and talk show hosts. Like, I've been watching them since I was a little kid, David Letterman, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. And I always, like, dreamed and saw myself, like, being one of those people. And I never, like, thought it could ever be a possibility. But now with social media, it's, like, amazing. You can make your own stuff. And the fact that I got to be put in a position to grow a little fan base and pursue my life in social media, uh, it just was like I could finally do something that I've always really wanted to do. And I wanted to do a podcast, but I felt like it would just – it would be hard to, like, grow a – just a random podcast that I would put on YouTube or something. So – thought about making the Instagram live because then first of all, we are in the pandemic and it would be easy for my guests to just jump in on their Instagram and just go live. And plus I'd be able to have my audience and then whoever their audience was here, they got their audience. Cause when you're combined on Instagram live, then you get like both people in. So their audience would get to hear and see them do be really real. Hence the Bobby for real, like it to hear perspectives about them that they would have never thought from just following them. Cause a lot of people never go live. So I gave them the opportunity to go live with me, asking questions, being silly, and see a side of them that not only their fans got to see, but then they got to see me talking to them as mm -hmm. well. And it's just grown into this thing, and I have big plans for it. And I've always just really loved talking to people and getting to know people and being able to have a conversation and project that to people. And I've always just loved the idea of being a host. I think they have a natural gifting for it. I hope at least, uh, you know, I think that um, – I'm, I'm I'm good, quick on my feet, and I think that I'm really good at um, encouraging people and like really diving deep and making personal connections with them. So it's just it's just a lot of fun for me, and that's why I really love to do it, and that's why I hope that it continues to get bigger and bigger. You definitely are like you do get into detail with like the people you get you get the viewers to know who the um, guest is on a deeper level, even though we've never really seen them or we only see them in YouTube videos. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people have learned so much about other people just from me being able to talk to them. And then they've gotten to learn a lot about me. And that was just the whole goal. And that's not like the main reason why I did it, but it's just a, a cool mm -hmm. thing that sparked from it. And uh, I've really enjoyed it. And I've always dreamt about like, I love watching James Corden, all those guys, like, like, being, really like replaced being like a, 
<laughs> That's what everybody tells me. Maybe one day. I already got the Ellen hair, so. But, uh, like, yeah, I feel like I have a lot of similarities to Ellen. Like, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, that, that, that has always been something I've always dreamed about as well. So this is just the first step. And this thing is helping me gain practice, gain an audience, and, and just gain really cool experiences and conversations and uh, a lot of fun that I get to have. So that's great. And I think this is the last question from me. I think Ooh, there, okay. there, I this think is there are great, some, by the way. I think there are some questions on the chat box. But you just started a YouTube channel. You moved into the Peria house. Mm -hmm. You have a pet chicken named Jericho. So what's True. next for, What's next for you? It's a great what's question. Uh, that's a great last question, too, because this is a, another reason why I wanted to do me coming back, because my life has changed so much, and I wanted to give everyone an update. Um, what's next for me is people get to see what I get to do now doing this full time. And it's something that I think is going to be really special because everything up to this point, I was working for Cape brand, you know, I had a, I, my main priority was always his job, like doing my mm -hmm. job for him first and all my stuff was always on the side. So it was a lot of work and I would do it while I can, but now I'm in a position to, do everything that I've always wanted to do to the hundred percent of my ability and with nothing else to worry about or to focus on beside doing the best of my ability and creating the things that I've always wanted to do. So I think people um, should really be excited for all the stuff I'm going to do. The next step now is going to be doing stand up as much as possible, trying to become the best comedian that I can be filming that putting it on TikTok trying to get uh, funny enough to be put on shows, to be able to go on tours. Um, I'm currently writing a TV show. Uh, I've written a pilot for a TV show. I've also written two more episodes and I've conceptualized the second and third season. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, talking to I'm talking with agencies right now about getting a pitch to different networks. Um, that's another avenue for something I've always wanted to do. I'm growing this podcast. Hopefully one day gonna have a studio, um, more and more bigger, better, awesome guests for this show. I'm going to continue to expand my social media and grow on there as much as possible. And I can do this full time. And uh, with the support of not only the day ones like you, but everyone else who continues to come, the people who buy badges and help me pursue these things. Um, I'm just want to be able to give all my effort to continue mm -hmm. to give them um, stuff that like when I read people's DMS that my show or a video that I made or just responding to them made their day. That's what makes it all worth it. The fact that I can be pursuing something that I've always really loved and been interested in and been inspired from people doing, but also seeing that it uh, really impacts people like how I was impacted by creators uh, means the world to me. So the next step is being a part of this house, collaborating with some amazing people and going full fledged nonstop on all these different avenues that I've always truly felt like I've wanted to explore. And for once in my life, I feel like I'm exactly where I want to be and I'm exactly what I need to be doing. And now it's just a matter of getting it done. Amen to that. Like, I'm so proud exciting. of you. Proud of you for what you've Thank you, you so much. So and you are so amazing. Um, everybody, Isabel, tell her thank you. And there couldn't have been a better person to ask me questions. She's always at, like, she's my life raft. No, my life, like, my little lifesaver. If I'm ever stuck with a guest and I need to, like, just randomly, and, like, I see her name up there, I'm like, oh, yes. She just, like, she gives me these, like, meatball questions that always lead to the best conversations. So 
the obvious choice was you. Thank you so much for doing this. This was an amazing episode. Um, no problem. So what, what, Isabel, what do you have going on? What do you want to tell the people? Well, there's nothing really much to say. Like, I'm just proud of you for what you've accomplished so far. And um, I can't wait to see what you do in the future. Well, I love you. And thank you for doing this for me. Um, no like I said, no one else could have done it. And you did such an amazing job. And this is a great episode uh, because it was me. So I think there are some questions in the chat box. I'm not too sure, but. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see some of these. Oh, will Jericho get a girlfriend? Jericho is a girl. So that's, I mean, I'm cool with that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you want to rephrase your question. Um, let's see. Let's see. Well, yes, Any big plans for the new set? Yes, AJ, because I kind of want to ask you. I actually want to ask AJ maybe to, like, draw something that I can do high res. That looks sick. It out. Like, a AJ, dude, AJ, if you're interested, like, let's talk. Because I'm thinking about getting, like, a full mural. Like a Bobby Ferreira created by the man himself. So if you're interested in that, dude, I'll pay you. We'll get something going. Because well, like a backdrop be would be sick. I think right. Coach was saying, will your sister be on the show? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would love Dude, I want to have all my – I've already had my mom on. I would love to have all my family members. Um, uh, so whenever the timing is right, I would love to have her come on. Um, she's been on the show, but, like, not had her own episodes, but I mm -hmm. definitely uh, want to have them, so that will be good. But, yeah, so thank you to everyone who bought badges. This is incredible. This was such a great night. Um, once again, Isabel, you're amazing. Uh, hope you guys had a good time. On Wednesday, we have Corinne interview, which should be really exciting. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and then next Sunday, we have Chelsea. Uh who everyone's been asking me to have on the show for a long time. So that'll mm -hmm. be cool. And then I have some other guests that I'm cooking up right now and we're going to just keep it rolling. Yeah, and uh, Bobby Friel's going two times a week now, which is crazy. But uh, I'm not grind, baby. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But I think people will like it. And um, yeah, more to come. My, uh, that was my episode. We did it. Good one. Isabel, great job. All you guys, I love you. Hopefully the first one was saved. I'll be posting both of these right now. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube for vlogs, kind of. They're not really vlogs. More like weird things not, that come from my brain. Vlog. Not a vlog. It's a vlog, not a vlog. Yeah, exactly. And then make sure you guys follow my Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. I'm going to be doing stand-up again, so keep your eye out for your boy. Um, and make sure you guys follow Isabel because she's the greatest of all time. All right, you guys, I'm done. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm just kidding. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. Probably what, do you got? What, what are your plans, Isabel? Are you going to bed? I, yeah, probably because it's 1149 here. So. Oh, okay. Yes. Get, get to sleep. Thank you again. Everybody have a wonderful day. Everyone who bought a badge, thank you so much. It means the world to me. I can't believe like we're going to be able to turn this thing into like a real show. And the more support we get like that, the bigger, bigger it's going to get. So I love you guys. I'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. From me and Isabel. Bye. Bye. Later, guys. All right.